Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The information and opinions you hear on the Dell Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Dell Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Dell Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Dell Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. <laughs> Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Dell Wansley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Well, friends, is there really even such a thing as financial freedom when everything is locked down? Um, interesting what your perspective of that is. Um, Nielsen, the, uh, the company that does those types of um, surveys, uh, the Nielsen company recently did a survey, and they surveyed radio listeners. And they found that radio listeners in general are more positive than the average person is. So they did a survey, and the survey came out that, okay, do you believe things are getting better or not? And they, they came up and found that there was really three categories of people. The first category is the wait and sees. You know, well, I don't know. Let's wait and see. I don't know if this is really, is that, you know, the virus coming back again? Are we going to have to shut everything back down again? And, you know, pretty much they're like, I, I don't believe it till I see it kind of people. The second group is, yeah, let's proceed with caution. It's time to do something. Let's get out. Let's do something. Let's open some stuff up. Let's find out what happens with all that. And the third type is, hey, man, I'm ready to go. Let's go now. They have found that the radio listeners, believe it or not, fall more so into the farther category, that they're more positive than everybody else. Now, why that is, I don't know, other than the fact that maybe if you're listening to the radio all the time, it's because you don't believe anything that's on the TV. That's a very good possibility right there, uh, because 
you know, we all know the TV broadcasting has just gone down the tubes. There's just nothing real on any of it. Um, maybe that's the reason. But whatever it is, it doesn't really matter because I'm not really going down that angle today. The, what I'm going to think about here is when does this all really come back? When do we get it all back? I, I read an article yesterday, and actually Friday, I'm sorry, and I, I listed like 200 things that had gone wrong in the last 30 years. And there was like really no two-year period of time during that 20 or 30 or well, let's say, what was 1920s. From 1920s to current, it had something within every two years that there had been something just drastic go wrong with the country that would have led us to believe that things may never be the same or we have to get over this thing, whatever. My point of being was that there's always something going on, right? I mean, like last year we were impeaching the president of the United States of America. And the year before that, Donald Trump had uh, slapped some girl on the hiney uh, when he was running for president. And that was the end of the world. And that should end the world right there. Uh, you know, there's always something going on. And the question is, is this one really that different? Is it bad? Is it really bad? And will it come and turn around? I remember when I was a kid, if any of you can remember back this far, when Jimmy Carter was president. And if you can remember that far back, inflation was like 12% a year. And nothing had any value. The dollar was almost worthless. I mean, it was just amazing. And there was no way to get out of it because you couldn't beat inflation at that time. Now, we hardly have any inflation at all. So something completely changed in the world from a country that was massively with massive inflation to a country with almost no inflation at all. What happened? And then the question is, did it really make a difference? Do you remember back in the old days where they used to say that you have to have a balanced budget? Then somebody came along and said, no, they don't. We can we can print money. And so we went from like a million dollars in debt to a billion dollars in debt to 10 billion, right, to 100 billion. And all of a sudden, one day, there it was, it snuck up on us. There was a trillion dollars in debt. Now, back then, presidents were running under the, the auspices of, we're going to balance the budget, we're gonna grow the economy, and as we grow the economy, there'll be additional taxes that will be brought in because there'll be more GDP and more things to tax, and we'll pay that deficit down. And we'll come back and get back into a world that makes sense. But then a Republican decided to go ahead and increase the debt. And after the Republicans decided to increase the debt, well, then the Democrats couldn't be outdone. They had to increase it more. And now both sides have just decided that it means nothing. Debt means nothing. We could print 20 zillion, trillion zillion dollars worth of debt. It wouldn't matter at all. We'll just... It's all paper. It's nothing. It means nothing. Nobody can call our debt. You can't call our debt unless you have a bigger nuclear arsenal than we do. Because you can't come repossess our country. And you can't take our country away from us unless you've got a military complex as strong as ours. And so all of that doesn't mean anything anymore. Well, let's look at this, where we're at right now. We got 358 million people living in this country. We had 67,000 of them, or now I think it's 76,000 today when I got up. 76,000 people died. But wait, but wait, 
There are hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people that died from other things in this country. In fact, I think I have the notes from last week here. Yeah, 10 million deaths from abortion this year, 2,800,000 deaths from starvation, 2 million deaths from cancer, 1.2 million deaths from smoking, 422,000 from AIDS, 338,000 deaths from traffic accidents, 269,000 deaths from suicide, 246,000 deaths from malaria, 211,000 deaths from unclean drinking water, believe it or not, 122,000 deaths from the flu, and all those were as of April 1st. So when you look at this situation, you say, wow, why is our entire economy shut down? Why did they do it? Why did they not just say, wait a minute here, we're going to lose 200,000 people to this thing this year, or even a million? Why did they decide that they should shut the entire country down, right? Who made that decision? Was it the Republicans? Was it the Democrats? Was it who? And why did we let them? And why are we letting them now? And are people starting to fight back? These are the things that you're seeing on TV right now. This is the question that's coming up with everybody. And, and nobody's got an answer to it. So what we need to think about then as we come back to the next segment is, what does all that chaos really mean to us? And how should we position ourselves? I think that's the key. You've got to come back with some kind of a plan that says, this is what we need to do. One-third of you are, well, let's wait and see. One-third of you are, okay, let's move forward cautiously. And one-third of you are, yeah, this thing doesn't even make sense. I don't even know why we're doing this. Let's just go back to normal life, right? Interesting enough, we got to have a plan. we got to know what we can do to go back to life. What will life be like once we go back to it? Should our investment strategies change? Hmm, interesting. What did the government prove to us by doing what it did this time and taking all of our businesses away from us? Is there a different way you should be setting up your retirement now? Your funds, your money, where you have it, and so forth. And could they not just shut it down completely? Could they just take away all your bank accounts and everything else? And the answer is yes to all of those. That's the scary part about it. It's yes to all of those. They can do whatever they want to do, and we couldn't stop them. Right? I don't think they will be at any pushback at all until they decide to come take people's guns. Once they come take people's guns, they're going to piss some people off, and there's going to be some, some shooting. But up until then, people are just going to let them take over. Or are we? Those are the questions we have to decide. We have to make that decision ourselves on what we will and will not put up with. And when we come back, I'm going to talk to you about what people think and where we should position ourselves so when it starts happening, when the comeback is coming back, we're in the right position to take advantage of it. That's the important thing, right? To be in the right position to take advantage of it. Take a short break. Be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show. 
Del Wamsley explains how he found that speck of light that got him into the lifestyle. I had a guy that used to come into the health club every day and work out for four hours a day, sit in the jacuzzi, swim, play racquetball, was happy, looked great, tan all the time. And one day I just asked him, what do you do for a living? And he said, Del, I own real estate. Well, do you own real estate? Register for our live online free workshop and find out how you can get all the things you want out of life with passive income. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Brought to you by Lifestyles Unlimited. Del Wamsley talks about understanding the system. Guy told me the other day on the radio, he says, you know, I understand the system. They let the stock market go up to feed our ego to think we're getting somewhere, and then they crash it on us and take it all away. So now we're stuck. He says, I've lived through two of those cycles, so he started investing in real estate to get away from the cycle. Are you ready to break the cycle? Start investing in real estate today. Find out how. Join Lifestyles Unlimited. Start with our live online free workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. As I sit here and read article after article and see TV show after TV show, the normal person out there on the street cannot overcome their fear to get to the analytical part of this whole process. I'm not afraid of and I'm actually ready for a recession, a crash of value of anything and everything. Why? It is the opportunity to do incredible stuff. But that's my analytical brain. The United States has a very strong economy. We will return to our basic economic foundation. This is not going to be the end of the world for everyone. But you do need to take some action. And some actions will be more productive than others. And one of the things that I think you can do now is take this time, like you said, Del, people are going to be sitting at home and you have a time right now to change your life. Make what you have work for you. You need to get into lifestyles right now. Join us for our free online workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Talk 1370, the right choice. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today we're discussing um, what's going to come out of all this mess and where should we position ourselves, how should we position ourselves. So the first thing I brought up was this uh, Nielsen survey. It's, it's talking about there's really pretty much breaks down evenly. 31% of the people are wait-and-see people, 37% are perceived caution people, and 32% are let's-get-ready-and-go people. Interestingly, uh, to, to see this, and you ask questions of these people, some of the questions are interesting, I'll resume some normal activity within the next month, I believe I will, I strongly believe I will. 18% um, of the wait-and-see people said they would, 
whereas 92% of the ready-to-go people think within a month from now they're going to be back going again. People are starting to resume more normal activities. Only 6% of the wait-and-see people believe that, whereas 85% of the ready-to-go people believe that. Uh, my city town is starting to emerge out of the crisis. 4% believe that in the wait-and-see and 83% in the, uh, the strongly or the ready-to-go group. Uh, I'm becoming less concerned about the coronavirus. That's interesting one. 3% of the wait-and-see people, 25% of the proceed-with-caution people, and 71% of the people that are ready to go. In public, things feel more normal than they did before. Only 1% of the people of the wait-and-see people believe that, and only 58% of the ready-to-go people feel that. So nobody feels like it's normal out there, right? So I went to, for Mother's Day, we went out, had dinner at a restaurant that had just opened up. They'd been open three days, and... Uh, you know, talking to people is rather interesting. I'm going to probably have the manager of that um, restaurant on sometime this week if I can and have them talk about what it's like to be these businesses that are coming back. But we are here to talk about something else. We're here to talk about our investments. And really, when you think about it, when you really, really think about it, what is safe? What have we invested in that was safe? You don't know, huh? I'm still getting rent of my apartments. All the people, lifestyles are still getting rent on their apartments. Most of them, everybody's getting rent on their houses. I think a house is a situation if you had one person who couldn't pay during a time when you couldn't evict, that'd be a bit of a problem because there'd be no income coming in. But with apartments, we've got, you know, by the sixth of the month in May, we'd already collected nationwide 80% of all rents due by the sixth. That was 1.3% or 1.4%, something like that, less than last year, right? Less than last year. So it's not a massive amount of less of, of unpaid rent out there like they're wanting you to believe. And maybe it's just Texas. I don't know. If somebody wants to call in the number here, 866-582-9933. I give you again, 866-582-9933 if you want to call in and share what it's like where you're at, but where we're at, it doesn't seem to be a problem. Now, we've got a state where just about everywhere, they, you can't evict people until May 15th, I don't think. But people really aren't trying to evict people. You've got a few wacko landlords out there that are do doing crazy stuff because they're just crazy. But most people realize that everybody's in this together, that we'll work it out. You pay me what you can pay me, take payments. Uh, we'll make arrangements, let you get caught back up later type of deal. Uh, all different kinds of things can be done to, to get through that so that you don't wipe yourself out. But you still own the asset. That's the beautiful thing. You still own the asset. And one other thing that I've, I've never really been able to explain to people before very clearly is that I said I've never lost money in real estate. Now, except for one condo I bought. That's why I tell you don't buy condos. <laughs> but except for one condo, I bought it not as an investor. I didn't even know what I was doing. I bought it to own, to live in. And uh, I lost money on it. But other than that, I've never lost money. So you have to understand, what does that mean? I say, well, if you've got an apartment for a whole year, and you own it for the whole year, and you make money one month, you don't make any money the next month, you make money next month, you don't make money next month after that, and on, 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 you come down to the end of the year, did you make any money? 
and 100% of every property I've ever owned, at the end of the year, I made money. Never. Now, that's a big claim, guys. That's an enormous claim. Many companies run in the red. They don't make money for a year. You see it on the stock market all the time. Companies go broke. But my real estate has never gone broke. I've never lost money with my real estate. So you think about that and go, that's a pretty safe thing, isn't it? Now, we've got two months where we can't evict people. Maybe we don't make as much. But in the reality, because we don't have a lot of things going on, our costs are not high. Our ability to operate is stable. And if at least X percent of people pay us, we're going to break even. And if X minus one doesn't pay us, then we're going to lose a little bit of money. But we've already made a lot of money in January, February, and March, right? So if we lose a little bit of money off of, well, we've got, we made money in April, too, so now we're into May. So if May were to lose a little bit of money, we'd be losing a little bit of the profit we've already earned from January, February, March, and April. What I'm trying to get you to see is it's not a zero-sum game. It's not a win or lose proposition. It's a business. It makes money, sometimes more than others. Now, if you have your money in a 401k and the stock market drops, and your 401k goes from four, a 401k to a 201k, and you go from 400000 to 200000 there's no payments. There's no income. Now, my apartment can go up. It can go down in value. It can go sideways in value and not go up or down at all. And I still make money. I make money from the business of my business, not just the ownership of my business. But then again, on the other hand, on the other hand, my business goes up in value. There is appreciation on real estate. And with appreciation, I make money. Then there's something called principal reduction. I bought a big old Class A apartment complex. You pay $20 million for it. You put down $5 million, 25%, whatever that would be. And uh, then you owe the rest, $15 million. What happens? Over the next 30 years, that $15 million gets paid off. So the principal reduction on something like that is about $30,000 a month. So just by making my mortgage payment, I'm making $30,000. Do you understand? Do you understand that? When I pay into my mortgage, 30000 of my mortgage is principal reduction. I'm $30,000 wealthier with each payment, right? This is about 360000 a year that I make, even if I made no cash flow, but I do make cash flow. And even if I have one month where I don't make cash flow, I do make cash flow, so I have cash flow and principal reduction. We'll take a short break, talk about where your money should be when we come back. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Talk 1370. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today we were talking about where should we put our money in this world of COVID craziness. And I was talking about making the last, I've been making the point that, hey, the money in real estate's making money right now. We're making money right this very moment and we're making lots of money right this very moment. Whereas you may or may not be making money in the stock market, you might be losing some before 1K might be losing some. Uh, you know, even interest rates have gone down. So you just see it being in the savings accounts, it's very low amount of interest now. Uh, so there's all kinds of stuff, right? There's all kinds of stuff out there you can get into, but it's not doing what we're doing, which is making money. So I talked about different ways we make money with real estate. And in the last segment, we talked about appreciation. The real estate does appreciate in value. We talked about cash flow. We do have cash flow uh, from our operations of the business. So we make money that way. And then I talked about something called principal reduction, where the tenant is actually paying our mortgage off. And that's quite a bit of money, whether you realize it or not, on big deals. It's not on small one, like a small house. You know, you may be paying down $30 a month, but in an apartment, we may be paying down 30000 a month. So it, it's quite a big deal for us. Then that's the three main ways people think about making money in real estate. But now that we're looking at a situation where um, the market could be changing, become volatile again, we pick up some other ways to make money. One of the ways we can make money in good times or bad times is the tax benefits. Um, I just got a call from my CPA right before I went on the show today. It blew my mind. I wasn't prepared to talk to him. And uh, he, he was talking about, okay, we're, we're, where's all your, your stuff at so we can start doing your tax return? And, and I'm thinking, well, they, they pushed that off to July 15th or something like that. He goes, yeah, they did. We just want to get it done. And then he starts talking about, you know, all of my properties that I own and all of their K-1s and all of the stuff that comes from all these different businesses. I go, man, I, I can't talk to you right this minute, but I just it hit me right then and there before I went on the air today. There's a lot of business going on here. I own a lot of businesses, many, many, many different businesses. And you've got to get all that stuff together, sure, but it, the reason you got to get it together is because you owe taxes on it. However, if you own real estate, Real estate done correctly can give you such a massive, massive tax write-off, even, even against your earned income, if done correctly, that you can make money on taxes. And literally, I will get a, a check from the IRS this year back. Money, real money. And I don't know how much it is yet. I haven't done my tax returns, but it's a lot. Last year, it was six or $700,000 I got back. You go, Dell, that's insane. You go, no. It's not insane. I had to have paid it in to get it back, guys. <laughs> you don't get it back if you didn't pay it in. Well, I paid it in. I have a lot of businesses that are regular businesses that pay taxes. They're not real estate. But then my real estate gets the money back. Whew. Beautiful way to make money, right? But now, what if all of a sudden the world starts going crazy? And will the world go crazy? Well, I've got two articles here for you that will show you how crazy it's starting to get. The first article says um, it's talking about 
CMBC for, forbearances, which means they let them stop paying the mortgage payments for three months. If you had a GCS-type loan, which is like Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac, so they let them have three months of not paying mortgages. And now this article came out here. It's a big, long article. Don't need to read it to you to get across the point. Big, complicated article basically says three months isn't going to be enough. They're going to need more, right? They're going to need more. And then you got to ask yourself, okay, well, if they give them more, if they let them go more, they say it's already up to a billion dollars of unpaid mortgage payments, a billion dollars of forbearance already. Isn't there a point where the banks actually need to get paid or they're going to go broke? And when they go broke, what's going to happen to your savings account? Right? What's going to happen? I remember 2008, 2009, some of the banks closed up. People lost hundreds. Uh, one, of my instru- one of my mentors here actually lost like 250000 bucks when one of the banks went broke. Hmm. Now, he eventually got some of it back. You know, the FDI insurance paid some of it back to him, but he had too much in any one account, so there was a loss. So what happens when the tenants, here's another one. Here's an article on tenants not wanting to pay rent. By the way, it's really nice to be in Texas sometimes. (laughs) They did this thing where they had this rent strike in Austin, Texas. Now, you have to understand this. California is the state of fruits and nuts. Well, Austin, Texas is where we keep all of our fruits and nuts in the state of Texas. We keep them all in Austin, Texas. So Austin is being infiltrated by Californians and uh, liberals. And so they do some crazy things in Austin, but they still are in Texas. So as they go crazy, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs in Austin, the rest of us in Texas got to hold them in their place. So they threw a rent strike all over the country. They're having these things where the liberals are wanting there to be rent strikes. They tried it in Austin. The cops pulled the entire group of them over and arrested them and put them in jail. Thank you for being normal, for not letting people do crazy stuff, right? So they didn't arrest them for striking, by the way. They arrested them because the idiots took 20 cars and blocked a freeway so nobody could get anywhere and had to listen to them. So, you know, craziness met craziness. But what what am I getting to with all that? What I'm saying is, The other shoe hasn't dropped yet, guys. And when the other shoe drops, there's going to be people that are not going to be able to get through this. I mean, the world has people that are one can short of a six-pack in almost everything they do in life. And those people, they're going to fall out of business. It's going to happen to them. When they do, what are we going to do? We're going to come in, number one, and we are going to grab what is called captured equity. We're going to buy stuff that's worth more than what we paid for it the day we bought it. Yes, the day we bought it. It might be worth $10 million. We might buy it for $9 million and make a million dollars. It might be a house that's worth $200,000 and we buy it for $150,000 and we make $50,000 a day we buy it. That's captured equity. That's another way we make money in this business. Then add those four others that I talked to you about, appreciation, cash flow, principal, and tax benefits, and wow, you are just blowing up with profit. And then there's another way we make money. Many properties are going to be sold, and they're going to be in bad condition. The guy didn't have rent coming in, stopped maintaining things, stopped taking care of things, had to start lowering rent to get people to stay. And we're going to buy those properties, and we're going to fix them back up. 
And when we fix them back up, we force them to go up in value. That's what happens when you rehab a property. You force it to go up in value. So we have forced appreciation. We have captured equity and forced appreciated equity along with just normal appreciation. So when you look at that, what types of rates of return are we looking at? Well, back in the 2008, 2009 period, which is history, so I can tell you, it was nothing for us to demonstrate as an example a 400% return deal. Nothing. Did them all time. Over and over again. That was 2008, 2009. 2010, they got down to be around, you know, 300%. 2011, they went down to 200%. You know, going up the years, 12, 13, 14, they got to be around 100%. And now what you're finding with deals, they're in this market where the prices are so, so, so high, we're making between 7 and 15%. Now, a lot of variation there. And the variation comes into what kind of property we're actually buying and what kind of deal we're putting together. So it doesn't really mean anything to you because we still do have some deals that make 100% return. Um, 100% over 18 months, 100% over 24 months is still something we see quite frequently. Um, but in just a straight cash flow situation where we used to make 30% cash on cash return, we now make only like 7 to 10. Again, what kind of deal? Is it a house? Is it an apartment? What is it? Houses tend to make more cash flow uh, than apartments do because we're not counting all the expenses on them that we count on the apartments. So the apartments, we have managers, we have maintenance staff, we have people, we have supplies. And on the house, we don't have a manager, we don't have a maintenance man, we don't have all these costs. So there's more cash flow up front on the house than there is on the apartment. But in the long run, the apartment is a business. And in the long run, it actually will make more than the single family house will. Um, so there's benefits in both of them. But in both of them, you're getting five, Six different ways to make money with real estate. Six different ways. And guess what? I'm making them right now. And so are all the rest of the Lifestyles members out there. We're all right now sitting here with you right now making money. Started this morning whenever anybody woke up. Somebody's walking in somewhere to pay the rent. Somebody is walking in somewhere to lease another unit. We're making money right now. Take a short break. Be right back. My friends, how many of you out there right now believe you have a plan? I followed the conventional plan for years and then the conventional plan blew up in my face. I wonder how many of you can relate to that exact same thing. The real question is how many of you have actually figured out how to turn that thing around and make it happen. Do you have a plan? Lifestyles Unlimited has one for you. It's worked for countless others. Retire in five years or less. Come learn more. Join us for our live online workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Del Wamsley on having a plan. The year I got cancer and could not work for eight months, I lost 50 pounds. I want to tell you that I made $4 million that year. I made more that year than any year I'd ever made previous to that in my life. And I'm not telling you that to impress you. I'm telling you that to impress upon you. I didn't go to work for eight months. That's a plan. Create your plan at Lifestyles Unlimited's live online free workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Talk 13-7, the right choice. Welcome back to Talk 13-7. Now, here's Jim Wilson. 
Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. So today, I sort of laid my cards out for you that, that I believe that where you need to be, if you're going to be safe, as safe as you can possibly be, is you need to have something that's real, like an apartment complex, like a house, rent houses. Never had a house run away from me. Never lost one. Never lost an apartment complex. Always knew right where it was at. Never had a failure of making money with them. Like I said, I've, in the 30 years I've been doing this or so, uh, I've never had a year yet or a property yet where I lost money, right, on an annual basis, lost money. Um, the, the benefits are just, they're all there, guys. I've just laid out six of them for you in the last segment. Uh, six different benefits of why real estate is the place to go. And then, of course, there is the fact that not much else is working right now. Why do you think real estate got so expensive over the last 10 years? You want to guess? Let me give you the facts. It's because there's no other place to put your money. People from all over the world coming to the United States to buy real estate because it's the safest investment there is out there. And that's why they're doing it. That's why we're doing it. That's why I've been doing it for 30 years. And... Uh, it's your turn. You're looking at a situation where this marketplace is going to change. It's going to turn around again. You're going to get another shot at buying real estate at low prices. In the past, you've probably said, eh, I missed that one. It's not a, not a good deal now. And that timing buying was always the wrong thing because I've always felt like you buy on the way up, you buy on the way down. You just make sure you buy it right in both cases and operate it correctly so it makes you money, whether it is going up or it is going down. I've always believed that. I've never been a market timing person on any types of investments. That's gambling. That's speculation. And I'm not a gambler and I'm not a speculator. I don't believe in speculating. But when I tell you the marketplace is is going to have some deals coming about because people are going to get whacked by all the stupid stuff the government's doing over COVID virus. It's going to happen. And when it does, there'll be the haves and the have-nots. Some people are going to be prepared. Some of us will be prepared to jump on that stuff. And some of you will not. And again, like in 2008, 2009, I mean, it's just 10 years ago, right? You could... 2010, still steal real estate. 2008 and 9 is when it was really easy, but by 2010, you still could. 10 years ago, it's going to happen again. And the question is, are you going to be prepared for it? If you want to be prepared for it, what you need to do is you need to look up Lifestyles Unlimited and get into one of our free workshops. Actually, right now, you can take them over to internet because we're not doing them live anymore. I think they may start that again um, when everything opens up and whenever that is, the end of May, mid-May, whatever, but not yet, but you can get to them anywhere online. Uh, you can go to classes online. You can take all of our educational material online. There's about, gosh, I used to say 400 hours of educational material, but that's two years, three years ago I used to say that. It's probably up to five or 600 hours of educational material online that you can get to, videotaped classes from experts, investors, the whole bit, attorneys, CPAs, you got it. They're all on there. And so you can learn how to do all this stuff the right way. It's all available. You just got to decide to get up and do something about it, right? And so that goes back to where I started this whole 
thing today, this Nielsen survey. How do you see yourself? Are you a well, I'll wait and see kind of person? Or are you a, I'm gonna go ahead and proceed with some caution type of person? Or are you a, I'm ready to go, let's go person? I've got people in all three categories. And I'm afraid if you're in category number one, which is the little just wait and see, you're gonna miss your opportunity. I don't like being the first guy through the door when we're trying to take over, go to battle and take over a building or, you know, go in there. I don't want to be the first guy through the door. I want to be the second guy through the door. I don't want to be the guy that gets shot going there first, but I don't want to be the last guy through the door that doesn't get anything when you get there. There's, there's you know, there's a place to be. I think in the middle is the place to be. So how do you be in the middle? You be in the middle by getting into lifestyles where there are people that are already ready, aim, fire, that are already prepared to fire because they've already readied themselves and they have an aim on something and they're just waiting for it. We've had, we had a guy renegotiate a deal the other day. Lynn brought this up Friday. A guy renegotiated a deal for $500,000 less than what he was in contract for. He was buying an apartment complex. The COVID thing happened. They changed the rules on the loan. So he went back and retraded the seller out of $500,000. That's $500,000 profit. Do you understand that? Captured equity of $500,000. Instant captured equity. Whew. There's somebody aimed and fired and hit it big. So will you have to make the decision, are you going to be even prepared? You know, I, I thought back for a long time as a, people were always thinking about buying guns and ammunition, buying guns and ammunition. It's really kind of strange because it doesn't do any good to have a gun and ammunition. If the gun is in your safe, the ammunition's in your safe, and somebody breaks in your front door, the gun doesn't do you any good. The gun only does you good if it's in your hands, loaded, hammer cocked, sitting on the table next to you, so when that guy blasts through that door, you pick that gun up and blow him away. You have to be prepared to protect yourself, just like you have to be prepared to get rich. You can't luck your way into financial freedom. You have to have practiced and practice and practice and practice. So when the time comes, you're ready to put those crosshairs right on the deal that needs to be done and pull that trigger right away before someone else beats you to it. That's what it's gonna take in this day and age. And that's what you should be doing in this COVID environment. Hope you enjoyed the show today. Hope you come back tomorrow. I've got some really good stuff this week we're gonna cover, so you don't wanna miss out. But until then, remember this, we're not doing this just to make some money. We're doing this to have an incredible lifestyle. I hope y'all gonna go find yours. See you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught, so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Access past your podcasts and join the conversation.
The information and opinions you hear on the Dell Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Dell Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Dell Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Dell Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.